1: I want you to close your eyes and focus on the following demographic, fraternity men. What is the first thought that enters your mind? Furthermore, what are they wearing? What are they doing? What do they look like? What are they saying? What are their names? What are their stories? listening to the Toxic Masculinity, Frat Boy 101 podcast channel, where we analyze your frat guy and answer why he doesn't want to talk about his feelings. Emphasis on want. He is capable of talking about his feelings, but why won't he? The answer is easy yet simultaneously complicated. Two words, 16 letters. Toxic masculinity. According to dictionary.com, it's a cultural concept of manliness that glorifies stoicism, strength, virility, and dominance, and that is socially maladaptive or harmful to mental health. It is why Chuck Bass could not tell Blair Waldorf he loved her when he did, because the softness for her was his weakness, according to his dad. It's why Mr. Big and Carrie Bradshaw faced the meaning of marriage for his reputation. It's the explanation we needed for Warner's behavior towards Elle. We have an expectation, or rather a hope, that toxic masculinity does not plague the minds of impressionable young men, yet we have examples of men facing the exact struggles in reality television. And how does this relate to men in a historical organization? We will discuss that throughout this podcast. My name is Reagan Hardy and I am a college panhellenic officer and am heavily immersed in fraternity and sorority life. While taking this course, I began to analyze the masculinity and gender formation of fraternity men, because it is an area I am very familiar with, yet I think we constantly as a society overlook. In today's episodes, we are going to start the conversation with the stereotypes of fraternity men in regard to masculinity, raise awareness and education about the negative implications of toxic masculinity in men, and discuss strategies that could be implemented to overcome toxic masculinity in fraternity men. Stay tuned and hold on tight because we're going back in time to the beginning of men's fraternities.
2: Busy thinking about
1: back and you're still tuned into Toxic Masculinity Frat Boy 101 podcast channel where we analyze your frat guy and answer why he doesn't want to talk about his feelings. Episode 1, Stereotypes of Masculinity and Expectations for Fraternity New Members and Initiated Brothers. When you closed your eyes and thought upon the characteristics, attributes, and qualities of a fraternity man, what came to mind? Recalling upon this, does it have a positive or negative connotation? Now, I'm going to ask you to analyze some words I'm going to say. Ghosters, emotionally unavailable, fear of commitment, feelingless, manly, strong, athletic, brotherhood first. Were they similar to the words you brainstormed? To collect more of a personalized information, I interviewed a student named Josh who has had leadership roles in a fraternity. Josh, describe the history of social fraternities to the best of your ability for the audience.
2: Social fraternities were secret organizations founded in the 1800s to fulfill the social desires of students, yet maintain values and rituals of scholarship, self-growth, service, and more. Each organization differs in its formation, ritual, and values, but are self-governing and regulated by the Interfraternity Council. Ritual is a secret commitment to tradition that preserves these ceremonies our founders created. Rituals are the ties to history.
1: So where is the connection between social fraternities and masculinity?
2: It is an entire subculture developed for friendships and is, is exclusive to individuals who identify as men. So there is masculinity intertwined in every aspect. Masculinity is in the name. Frat, the root, means brother. The fraternity brothers are your siblings, friends, classmates, future best man, etc.
1: Now fraternities experience rush, also known as recruitment or the influx of new members. To what extent do you agree new members are expected to adhere to a certain level of masculinity?
2: Yes, new members are called pledges and are required to uphold certain standards of behavior, virtue, and aptitude in order to be initiated and become a brother. New members are evaluated during their new member process when they learn the history of their organizations, whether they would be qualified enough. Of course, we cannot have this discussion without addressing hazing. Hazing of new members is illegal and used to be utilized to punish pledges for bad behavior, like failing to complete homework. Hazing had serious psychological, emotional, and physical ramifications, but also related to the development of masculinity in men. To get in, you had to impress the older brothers, and you wanted in to be cool, get women, and have friends to party with.
1: Thanks for sharing, Josh. I'd say that was a pretty fratastic analysis. Remember, catch flights, not feelings. Welcome back to Toxic Masculinity, Frat Boy 101 podcast channel, where we analyze your frat guy and answer why he doesn't want to talk about his feelings. Episode 2, Formation and Development of Gender Identity. New members enter fraternity and sorority life bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, eager to experience the leadership of being involved in one of the best forms of student governance. The mass majority of new members have no comparison against what fraternity membership should include, so they merely act as they see. I remember one time, this guy asked me on a date, he sent me a Snapchat complimenting me and telling me how much he would love to get to know me better over lunch, except he accidentally sent the Snapchat to a group of his brothers, also, and ended up standing me up for lunch in order to hang out with them at the pool. Now I know my worth, and I have no residual feelings, but where did this deep need for masculinity with social status and belonging begin? To find answers, I enlisted a panhellenic specialist named Savannah. Savannah, tell me, can you begin by providing us with some insight into your understanding of gender identity?
3: Hi Regan. Thank you for having me. Gender gender identity is crucial in a discussion like this. Gender is how you express yourself, and identity is your self-constructed outlook on your life. Your name, your gender, your mannerisms, your attributes, your likes, dislikes, etc. It makes you you. You develop and define who you are by existing.
1: That being said, to what extent would you agree that gender is socially constructed?
3: 100%. Sex is more of a biological nature, but gender can be liquid. We are moving more into gender fluidity to be more inclusive overall. For example, working to empower both men and women by avoiding language that is disrespectful. We have started referring to young men as men and not boys.
1: Thank you. Based upon your response to the previous question, how would you summarize an environment like a social fraternity for gender formation and development? Fraternities
3: are an interesting arena for gender development. They were originally secret societies formed because they could not be accepted into other organizations. They are deep-rooted in Maslow's hierarchy of needs for socialization and belonging. We see new members, especially during their first semester, assimilate into brotherhood wanting to prove themselves. To be manly, talented, athletic, intelligent, and other qualities. You also have to think about how fraternity life is portrayed in films, like 21 Jump Street. There's more to these organizations than partying with women, but similar to masculinity, that's another assumption.
1: Within your role, what effect does gender have on communication and identity? How influential is gender and identity on masculinity and social fraternities?
3: The effect is pretty big. One example was when we wanted to address the safety concern of unregistered parties. Parties at universities are required to be registered in order to eliminate liability and safety concerns. Rather than address this with the men directly, we had to inform the women and regulate the issue there. With major great Gatsby vibes, the men felt obligated to throw parties and examine their self-worth from the women who would attend. We empowered the women to not go. By why couldn't we reach the men? That's the reason. Masculinity is essential and everything to their identities.
1: Thank you so much for your time, Savannah, and Insight. It's goodbye for now, but M-A-S-C-U-L-I-N-E Find out what it means to me. episode three implications of masculine expectations on fraternity men you're listening to the toxic masculinity fraternity boy 101 podcast channel where we analyze your standard frat guy and answer why he doesn't want to talk about his feelings in this episode i have a fraternity advisor willing to share her experience with with masculinity and fraternities elizabeth Welcome! How is masculinity defined and portrayed in men's social fraternities?
0: Masculinity is displayed every day in the letters. You see, these organizations existed during the quest for equal human rights in World Wars for over 200 years. There is tradition in a fraternity, and you cannot have tradition without having masculinity. Gender roles were a thing, chivalry, and that's not something that can easily be removed.
1: To what extent would you agree that societal expectations influence masculinity in fraternity men?
0: Reflect on antiquated gender roles. The man was to be the provider, the head of the household, a group of men that relate through their organizational values that invest to be the best version of themselves or held to a higher standard. You can't build greater men without these expectations.
1: What could be a real-life implication of imposing masculine expectations onto men?
0: I think the wrong idea is an implication. While traditionally there may be an expectation for men to be masculine, There is more flexibility now than ever before. No man should be turned away because he is less masculine than another. That violates the whole purpose of the organization. Toxic masculinity, however, is a whole different scenario. If a man is actively belittling another man because he's emotional, that's about as toxic as they come. But then the question is, what's a brother? Would a brother or friend talk to you or treat you like that?
1: What are masculinity's implications with new members? What are masculinity's implications with initiated brothers? Would you agree to an extent that older brothers are more masculine than new members?
0: I think new members are caught up in this new wave of social status that comes from inheriting 50 new friends upon membership. They want to be the coolest, but I do believe that the longer they are in the organization, the more likely they are to find their niche. I think the toxicity lies in the unauthenticity and the need for approval. The older brothers want to recruit new members, and the new members want to be it. In this equation, they need one another yet it's pending approval until initiation.
1: Is masculinity in the fraternity consistent, or does it fluctuate? Please explain why or why not.
0: I've seen a lot of other fraternities, and I do think it depends. I want to fundamentally say yes, because men are the only members. Due to the Title IX Amendment exemption to the Civil Rights Act, fraternities are allowed to discriminate on the basis of gender. With time, we will see even more understanding and acceptance in regard to gender than right now.
1: Thank you, Elizabeth. You are incredible. Thank you for tuning in with me, live in stereo, for Toxic Masculinity, Frat Boy 101. I hope you learned a lot about masculinity and gender formation in a group with the highest expectation to be manly. I hope you learned today. Fraternity men have feelings too, and it's okay to be who you are and act how you want. Maybe masculinity doesn't have to be so toxic after all. Stay tuned.
2: I would be cool. They'd
3: say I played the field before I found someone to commit to. And that would be okay for me to do. Every conquest I had made would make me more of a boss to you. I'd be a fearless leader, I'd be an alpha type. When everyone believes yeah. what's that like? I'm so sick of running as fast as I
0: can. Wondering if I'd get there quick or if I was a man.